Hungry for good news? Listen to Sophie Muffy with Sophie now. Hello everyone, happy Monday and I'm so glad to be talking to you this morning. Today I want to focus on food and sustainability. We are all very much aware of what's been going on around us, the rationing, the panic, the uncertainty of government subsidies. I want to acknowledge and say that I am aware that yes, we are in super scary times, but there are solutions cropping up all over the place and we need to free our minds a little to grasp them. Now local agriculture and livestock can also ensure self-sufficiency and reduce the need to import food products, especially the ones that can be locally produced, such as fruits, vegetables, cereals, industrial crops, and dairy products. Now, consequently, this would limit the export of foreign currencies and ensure a more stable local economy that does not fully depend on external factors. So today I want to take a look at some organizations and people that are working on these types of solutions. So first story of the day, we're looking at a family-owned Lebanese farm. Bioland is on a mission to popularize organic produce selling food from its four farms for prices that are a little above the rate First story of the day, we are looking at a family-owned Lebanese farm. Now, Bioland is on a mission to popularize organic produce, selling food from its four farms for prices that are a little above the going rate for conventionally grown crops and meat. Now, most people don't realize that not using chemicals and artificial fertilizers might only reduce yields by 10 to 15%, so there really shouldn't be such a huge margin on organic food. Now, the interesting thing about Bioland is that it is isn't just because it's a farm looking to provide healthy organic crops and meat, but it is a whole ethos that is keeping this expanding. Now, at one farm, Bioland has planted 10,500 orange blossom trees via the permaculture method in which little landscaping is done in order to maximize water retention and reduce the need for water irrigation. Now, at other farms, the company has planted nitrogen-fixing trees, such as carobs, throughout the land and built lakes to support the biodiversity and attract the likes of birds and butterflies. So not everything is dandy. There are some challenges. The company faces high cost and difficulty in importing organic feedstock for its animals, which sells for around three to 0.5 times the price of conventional feedstock. Now, as we move forward, we will find a lot of different problems, but we have to remain focused and use our talent and creativity to overcome these issues that we will face. Now, next on the list that I want to talk about is an organization named Soils. The reason why I want to talk about them today is because they're not only producing in a sustainable way, they're providing workshops and tools to those who want to learn. So no one needs a huge piece of land to begin learning and growing their own food. They just need a change in mindset to understand that they are creating a cycle of self-reliance instead of expecting someone else to provide for their basic needs. Now, Soils Permaculture Association in Lebanon is a facilitator for teaching, training and sharing of skills and resources related to sustainable and environmentally friendly practices. Soils is dedicated to applying permaculture ethics and principles in design systems that work with nature and not against it to provide food, energy and shelter in both rural and urban communities. Now, they communicate the
the permaculture or permanent culture agricultural approach by integrating the different life-supporting layers of soils, landscapes, peoples, plants, and animals. So what we need to remember is our nature and our ecosystem is integral. We don't want to hurt, destroy, and crush the nature and animals around us because we will find ourselves having to deal with uh, further pandemics, more viruses, bacteria, and all of this because we're stressing out our nature, our land, our communities. So these things, th these are why I'm bringing up these types of organizations today to show you that we have these things available in Lebanon. You can learn, you can research, and you can approach. Last but not least, I would like to highlight some individuals that are working day and night to build and nurture these resources for the greater good and the benefit of the Lebanese population. Here is a shout out to Corinne Jaboud, a mother, a lover of nature and a permaculture designer. Check out Kaki Crew to find out more. We have Adib Dada, who is also a father, a forest maker and a biomimicry specialist. Check out the forest or, sorry, check out the other forest on Instagram and the other Dada on Instagram to find out more on them. Next, we've got some uh, interesting people. We've got Jungle George. You can find his work and everything that he's up to when you look up the green van. He does weekly updates and he can deliver produce right to your door. And finally, here is a shout out to Ziad Abishakid, our composting king and recycling guru. You can follow him on all social channels as he works tirelessly to help educate and create awareness about our environment. Now that's all for today. Thank you for tuning in. You can catch me twice a week, Monday and Friday between 8 and 10 a.m. on the sunny side up or follow me on Instagram at Eskaziri. That's S-G-H-A-Z-I-R-I. Catch you all soon and namaste. That was Sophie Murphy with Sophie.